News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Not a brilliant night as expected for the Republicans. The red wave, the anticipated red wave, more of a ripple. It does look like the House of Representatives will go to the Republicans. The Senate, though, um, not uh, is is. I think the odds not at this stage cut. certainly not clear cut and the odds maybe f- favour uh, a retention of the 50-50 split huge win uh, for the Democrats in, in in Pennsylvania John Fetterman winning that seat that is a massive win no knockout blows really for the the Repu- Re- Republicans uh, the tight contests Georgia, Nevada, Arizona will decide the Senate Ohio has been won by the Republicans interesting uh, as well Kira, in that Pennsylvania race it was women that won the race for uh, for Fetterman. Uh, basically, double digit uh, win uh, support for the Republicans uh, for among men, but among women, double digit uh, support for uh, the the Democrats. That is that is a, a key. A pointer to the fact that abortion seems yeah. to be in a huge issue in this. And we did see a huge number of women registering to vote in the run-up to these elections, although that was dismissed. And I think I think the Republicans took some comfort from the fact that generally in midterms the, the government takes a kicking and, and so they would have had the wind at their back. But that hasn't been the case, despite Joe Biden having very low popularity and despite the government being unpopular as well. This is a turnaround for what, uh, from what was expected. Yeah, um, the odds on Joe Biden... Uh, contesting the next presidential election I think have shortened after this even though he does turn 80 I think in, in, in 12 days a statement just in from Nancy Pelosi uh, saying uh, while many races remain too close to call it's clear that the House Democratic members and candidates are, are strongly outperforming expectations across the country and I think that is the case uh, we should say I mean it hasn't been all bad news for the Republicans Ron DeSantis won yeah. in Florida they held uh, the governorship in, in Texas and uh, in, in Georgia as well but not a brilliant night for Donald Trump I think it's fair to say No and indeed the Trump back candidates did particularly badly but we will stay with all things American now and I am joined by David Smith who is the Washington reporter with The Guardian Good morning to you David I don't know if you could hear what we were saying there but certainly from this distance it looks like not a great night for the Republicans Yes I agree with all that you said Um, we had been hearing about this red wave or even red tsunami and uh, it's really hit a blue wall uh, it's been very anticlimactic for the republicans i think uh, you know elections are often a lot about uh, expectations and there's been a lot of hype about uh, how republicans were going to make these these sweeping gains and it just uh, hasn't really turned out that way um, no real major surprise victories at least uh, yes um and yeah, on the Democratic side, that's a, a huge result to uh, John Fetterman um, winning the Senate election in uh, Pennsylvania. He, of course, was the candidate who suffered a stroke a few months ago, um, was, was seen as maybe weakened by that and up against a, a celebrity TV doctor, Dr. Oz, endorsed yeah. by um, Donald Trump. Um, and in uh, what, what's really surprising is at this stage, uh, we still don't know who is going to control the House of Representatives um, or the Senate, and we really, we did assume that uh, probably we would, you know, Republicans had the had the House in the bag by now. Okay, and it, it's interesting you mentioned Doc Oz because the Trump candidates in general haven't performed particularly strongly. Is that going to have implications? Do you think down the line for Trump's run for president? Um, I think in the first few days there'll certainly be debate about that. Um, he did pick up a win in Ohio with JD Vance, but uh, otherwise. It's been disappointing, and it's it's not just the candidates he endorsed, but it's the uh, 
I think it's the entire party now should have some soul searching. Um, Donald Trump has led them to defeat after defeat. You know, he was the first president since 1932 to lose re-election and the House and the Senate. And it feels like his curse continues. This this party that is just so unswervingly loyal to Trump um, keeps having disappointing results. Um, and, you know, at the same time, it was a really great night for Ron DeSantis because he can distance himself from all that while he had an absolutely storming victory yeah. in, in Florida by a huge margin. So it, it does set up a, a DeSantis versus Trump uh, Republican primary. But I, I have a suspicion even now the party will probably still remain loyal to him and give him one more chance in 2024. Okay. Um, we're seeing slightly different reports here. I'm seeing 48 Democrats, 47 um, uh, Republicans. I'm seeing 48 all. Do, do you do you have any, any update on, on where we're at on, on the Senate race? Does it look like it's going to be 50-50? Um, I, I don't know um, with precision. Um, in some cases, you know, races are provisionally called by networks, but yeah. not, not necessarily... Confirmed. I'm as I speak to you. I'm I'm looking at CNN um, saying 48, uh, 47, but uh, but but very hard to be sure. Uh, we await uh, Arizona and Nevada and so on. And of course, the the wild card here is uh, is Georgia, yeah. where um, if one candidate does not get fifty percent, then actually it will go to a, a runoff in uh, early December. And so this will this will drag on, and we may not know uh, control of the Senate and, until that happens. Is it the case that, that, that pollsters and indeed maybe politicians misread the mood of the country and that everyone thought the inflation was going to be sort of the, 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 the driving factor here, but abortion has played a bigger hand than perhaps was expected? Yes, um, I think um, this may be the most surprising election since Donald Trump beat Hillary Clinton in, in 2016. I mean, a, a narrative had really settled that uh, Republicans were going to have a great night and it was going to be driven by the economy and inflation and already mm. democrats had begun some soul searching about you know did we emphasize uh, abortion rights too much and in fact uh, now it seems perhaps they, they they didn't and uh, that that really did play a big part among female voters and and the progressive uh, base um so uh, you know yet again i think um there'll be some examination of of, of opinion polls and what do they what do they fail to to pick up and uh, what what narratives okay. get uh, get pushed too hard look thank you very much for speaking to us this morning that is david smith there washington reporter with the guardian and just before we came on air i caught up with michael graham broadcaster and managing editor of inside sources and also a republican who gave us his view on the election so far i began by asking him was the senate too close to call well, yes, it's too close to call, but we do have one verdict in. It was a it was a bad night for the Republican Party. This was a big disappointment for the GOP. It's hard to overstate just how uh, two things. One is when you have what we call the midterm election. You know, the president's every four years, and you have these midterms in between. The first midterm for a president is usually bad. It's when you know Barack Obama lost sixty three seats, and uh, you know um, the Republicans and Donald Trump lost, I think, forty seats. And so there were real big expectations. Plus, the polls showed that Republicans seemed to have momentum because they were focused on inflation and costs and high energy prices and crime. And the polls, I mean, across the board, the polls showed yes. those are the issues. And abortion was a secondary issue. But instead, what was happening uh, late Tuesday night is that Republicans were fighting you know, tooth and nail for seats. And they probably will 
take control of the House, the lower chamber, but the talk of having a you know record-sized majority is now gone. Now they're just hoping for a majority. And the Senate hangs in the balance. There was some talk they might have a 53 or 54 seat uh, Republican majority. Now they're just praying for a 51. Okay, interesting stuff. Um, you mentioned abortion. I know in in the run up to the midterms that it seemed a load of women um, registered to vote. Is right. that are we seeing some kind of a manifestation of that? I think so. So this was truly history breaking. I mean, you just don't have the president of the United States at forty percent approval, which is very low. And inflation at a 40-year high. Yeah. And literally 70% of Americans say they think the country's on the wrong track. And in the middle of all that, you vote basically in favor of the people who are in charge. That just doesn't happen. So how do you break history with more history? And so the Supreme Court ruling that, once again, people have mistaken ideas, but they think that it banned abortion or something. All the Supreme Court did was say there is no national right to an abortion. Every state can okay. make its own laws. But that... That that's new. For 50 years, it had been one way. Now it's new. People are afraid, uh, particularly uh, college-educated suburban voters. This is a kind of a touchstone issue for them, and uh, it motivated a turnout, apparently. And so I'll just give you one example. Uh, since for 20 years, no senator has gotten 5% above the popularity of their president in one of these midterms. So if the president's at 50, the best you're going to do is 55. Okay. We have senators where the president's at, Biden's at 40%, and they won their statistics with 55. Okay. They beat it by 15 points, three times. So, so something is going is something is going on quite clearly, and maybe it is the Roe versus Wade stuff. But can I ask you for that? You, you you go, Michael. What sure. what does this mean for the Republican Party now going forward? What does it mean for the next presidential run? Well, what does it mean for Trump? What does it mean for all of it? Well, there's, there's it's it's going to be a huge puzzle to unwork because so much happened, and we don't know. I will say a couple things that jump out. The Trump-backed nominees for the Senate didn't do well. Even the, those who won, you know, they struggled in races that they should have won easily. I think it's a setback for Trump. The other thing is Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, viewed by many as Trump's most likely challenger, he had a record-setting win in Florida. It's the okay. one bright spot. And you know when the rest of the room is dark, that bright spot <laughs> looks even brighter. Okay. So DeSant Republicans want to talk about DeSantis. That's going to be a headache for Trump, too. But Republicans are going to have to figure out what they're going to do about the abortion issue, Roe versus Wade, how they're going to handle it in the future. They, this is clearly a problem that is not going to go away. Michael Graham, broadcaster, Republican and managing editor of The Inside Source. Thank you for that indeed. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.